This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it, please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. It is a wonderful football Wednesday. It is You Better You Bet. It is Nick Costos, it is Ken Barkley, and it's you here with us on the BetQL Network. Great to be simulcast by our friends at Stadium for the next two hours here on the show. And we got two hours of badass wagertainment coming your way, getting you set to bet and win this weekend, week 16, in the National Football League. Pro sports better Rob Bazola will join us in just a second, batting lead off here for our five phenomenal guests that will join us here over the course of the next two hours. So if you're here right now and you're looking for experts talking week 16, we, we got you covered. Also, Ken and I will talk about it. And the one open segment that we have, we'll talk about line movement that we got for this weekend to give you thoughts on, on those games. So Rob will join us in a second. Odyssey Sports NFL insider Brian Baldinger joins us in 20 minutes. Will Brinson from CBS Sports in 40 minutes. Eric Eager from Sumer Sports stops by next hour. And also joining us next hour from the NFL on CBS, former NFL quarterback Steve Berline dishing on all the games coming up this weekend. In the final hour of the show, we will give you all our bets for tonight, NBA, National Hockey League, and college basketball. But we kick off the fun and frivolity here on this wonderful football Wednesday with our guest today with the aforementioned Rob Bazola, pro sports better. Um, you got to check out Rob's sports betting content company, The Hammer, on Twitter, at The Hammer HQ. Rob's sports betting podcast, Circles Off, can be found whatever, wherever the hell it is that you find your podcasts, and Rob's on Twitter at Rob Bazola. Rob, welcome back to the show. Nick and Ken, happy week 16 in the NFL to you and yours. I love this time of year. Get the Saturday games as well. Um, and like, honestly, a lot of interesting matchups as well as, as this season's headed towards the playoffs. So very much looking forward to this week. Yeah, it's great. It's like, let's put the Broncos and Patriots on like Christmas Eve night and be like, well, what do you want to call it? Like, let's call it the, call it the holiday classic. Let's call it that. I'd be like, wait, there's nothing, nothing classic about this. Like nothing at all. Like, please make this game go away. The divorce uh, classic Thursday is what it should be. Because if <laughs> yeah, I watch that yeah, game, I'm getting divorced. Well, it's, yeah, it's the, it's the, the loner classic. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you, you got nothing to do. Yeah. Throw the game on. I've, I've been in that situation a bunch of times in my twenties, uh, Thursday night football, Rob, the game coming up tomorrow actually like a pretty good Thursday night football game because the playoff positioning for both these teams is so important. We also had some pretty interesting line movement in this game as it concerns the total. So the Rams at home against the saints have been basically like a four point favorite throughout, like not really a lot of sort of movement there. The total, which I, like I talked about really liking the over, uh, didn't really see this coming though. So 44 and a half when we did the show Monday, now 46 with a 46 and a half or two on the board. Uh, what do we like in this game? Rams saints that's coming up tomorrow. 
Yeah, so I lost the over in the Rams game last week in in I would call it devastating fashion uh, with the way that that played out with Brissett giving us hope and then the missed extra point. Uh, but I'm kind of going back to it this week. I, I think the Rams very much profile as an over team. I made this game 47 on the total, so I still think there, there's value at 46. Um, you get some positive injury news in Chris Olave for the New Orleans Saints today. And I actually think this is a good matchup for Derek Carr. If you look at Carr, he tends to really struggle against cover two. Uh, not only this year, but for the majority of his career. The Rams play cover two at one of the lowest rates in the entire league. And when you look at where his car's been successful, where his success rate and his EPA shoot way up through the roof, it's against cover three and cover six. That makes up about 60% of the Rams' defensive packages. So I actually think he'll be able to move the ball. But it starts for me with the Rams' offense, which in my opinion, uh, the output last week was a little bit low relative to what they were actually able to do against that Washington defense. A little bit unlucky in some situations overall. But now with the established running game and Kyron Williams, who unfortunately had that fumble on the other side of midfield last week, uh, they can move the ball both on the ground and through the air. It makes them a very dangerous matchup altogether. I think the Saints defense is a little bit overrated by virtue of having played a lot of these teams in the NFC uh, uh, South this year. And ultimately, I think this number is just a little bit short. So I'm expecting points on Thursday night f- football. I like the over here. All right, so Rob on the over coming up with the Saints and the Rams on Thursday. Uh, let's move to uh, looking at the games here. Yeah, let's move to Sunday's slate of games here. And Arthur Smith, a desperate coach, making another desperate move, benching his hand-picked franchise quarterback for the second time in like six weeks. You think this guy's feeling the heat a little bit? And he should be because a moron. Anyway, Taylor Heineke is going to start on Sunday for the Falcons against the Indianapolis Colts. And as you might imagine, uh, bullishness in the betting market towards Atlanta and uh, and on the total as well, because it's not Desmond Ritter starting at quarterback. Total now sitting at 44 and a half. Been bet up a little bit, Rob, since the announcement came in that Heineke would play. Atlanta's now a short home favorite, about minus one against Gardner Minshew, Shane Steichen, and the Colts. What's your bet for this game? Yeah, the difference between 44 and 44 and a half is significant, uh, with 44 being a a key number for totals. With that said, I still like the over here. Uh, I know it's kind of repetitive. Everyone's like, you guys have talked about a lot this season with the Shane Steichen overs. They run a lot of plays. They play quickly. Uh, But it never really manifested itself into like these big market adjustments. And I think this is another strong matchup for Gardner Minshew, who struggled in the elements this year. But whenever he's played indoors, has put up big numbers. Atlanta plays a very high rate of cover six. Minshew top five EPA in the league uh, in both uh, EPA and success rate, excuse me, against that type of defense. The way to beat Gardner Minshew, and some teams have done this so far this year, is play a lot of cover three. That's where he really struggles. But Atlanta plays that at one of the lowest rates in the entire league. So I do think Indy's going to move the ball. You possibly get Pittman in the lineup as well, which I didn't even expect to be possible after that hit last week. But positive injury news there as well. Atlanta on the other side of things, Heineke has a plus matchup. Uh, You look at what's hampered Atlanta, the right side of their offensive line, injuries there. Indianapolis doesn't generate a ton of pressure. They're not the team that's going to be able to exploit that with these amazing, amazing edge rushers. They play a lot of cover three more than any other team in the entire league. And historically, this is the defense that Taylor Heineke has the most success against as well. So I think this one is a little bit low. You always worry about the Atlanta games with them just possibly running the ball a million times and the clock keeps ticking, but Indy plays fast. It offsets a lot of that. I think that this number should be higher. Rob, some some other interesting games coming up on Sunday. We talked a little bit about Detroit, Minnesota earlier in the week. And I kind of said, like, I, I'm curious if this Detroit, these Detroit threes will kind of get away from me a little bit open with them as a three-point road favorite against Minnesota. 
the answer is like kinda, but not really. It's just a lot of really heavily juiced threes. <laughs> like that's basically what is. There's like one place that has three and a half juice toward Minnesota. So like some interest in the Lions, but we're talking about like maybe five cents versus the market that we were talking about on Monday. So Lions off the huge win over Denver just like blew them out of the water. Three, but heavily juiced on the road against Minnesota, who we assume will start Nick Mullins at quarterback. Again, the total in the game is 47. What do we like here? Yeah, so I bet the Lions last week, and a lot of that was the stylistic uh, matchup. It's not to pat myself on the back. It's more so that Denver's a big-time cover three defense. What the Lions do poorly on defense, give up a lot of explosive plays, that's not something the Broncos can take advantage of necessarily because they just want to run the ball and play very safe. Sean Payton knows their limitations on offense. I actually think it's a very bad matchup for Detroit. I really like Minnesota in this game, both at this price and on the money line prices right now. I'd take anything, honestly, plus 120 or higher on the money line. But you have Jared Goff, who historically struggles against blitzes, facing the highest blitz rate team in the league. Jared Goff, who struggles against cover two. We saw that in both matchups against the Bears this year, where they utilized a lot of cover two. The Vikings play cover two at the highest rate in the entire league, 5% more than any other team. And also one thing that's kind of going under the radar, it's very weird. Like the Vikings defense and what they've done there, uh, has been amazing because they have this high blitz rate. They also have the highest rate in the league where they only rush three. So it's very boomer bust and they confuse opposing quarterbacks. Jared Goff's EPA when facing three man rushes over the course of his career is terrible as well. So I like that matchup. And on the other side of things, I trust Minnesota's offense to move the ball on Detroit's defense a whole lot more than Denver's. They have way more explosive players in Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison. I think TJ Hawkinson's due for a big game here. They now have established the running game with Ty Chandler as well. You look at what the Lions were struggling with on defense. These were teams like New Orleans, Chicago, teams that typically don't put up big offensive outputs that were still able to move the ball on them. Uh, I just really like the Vikings in this game. I think this one's pretty badly mispriced off of the matchup. Uh, this one's my favorite bet of the week. Ooh, so I think we will uh, we'll be going mano y mano on this one. I think Ken and I both like the Lions in this game. We'll restore the roar a little bit against your loser Vikings. And we'll see what happens coming up on Sunday. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Wednesday, getting bets for Week 16 in the National Football League with our pal Rob Pizzola, Pro Sports Better. Rob is on Twitter, at Rob Pizzola. All right, Rob, we got the uh, the Cardinals and the Bears coming up this weekend in Chicago. Uh, Arizona got bet a little bit. I think we're sitting right now with the Cardinals as a, yep, Chicago is a four-point uh, home favorite. So Arizona plus four now. Total is 43 and a half. Bets here, please, for the Bears on the Cardinals. Yeah, a lot of 44 still out there as well. And I would I would recommend trying to capture a 44 if you can towards the under. If not, I'm still fine with it at 43 and a half. Just reduce your bet size. Uh, but I like Chicago's defense a lot. Earlier in the year, had a ton of injuries. Now Montez Sweat there, plus they're healthy as a whole. And they've really been able to establish a very quality defense. It's a tough matchup for Kyler Murray. He wants to face a lot of man, a lot of cover one. That's where he's had the most success in his career, partly because he can use his legs a lot more. The Bears don't do that. They play a lot of cover two, cover four, a lot of zone schemes, and that's where Kyler has historically struggled. Now, on the other side of things, it's the Arizona defense. They gave up 45 points last week. That's the 49ers. The 49ers score on everyone. The Bears don't have that same level of explosiveness. And very similar to Kyler, you look at, at, at matchups stylistically, Justin Fields wants to see a lot of man coverage. And Arizona plays that at a very low rate. They play a ton of zone. 
And they've gotten both of their starting cornerbacks back after that bye week where they were injured beforehand. You also have the Marquise Brown injury, the heel injury you got to take into account here. But ultimately, I see this as being a kind of like a slog. I know it's not impacted by weather, but uh, I think this number is a little bit too high, and I'm playing the under here. Rob, I see you have Ravens Niners as one of the games you want to talk about. So maybe maybe just a minute here on the Holiday Classic, which I alluded to previously. I actually forgot this was on your list. The Broncos and Patriots uh, in Denver, where like Denver off of the Detroit game that you mentioned, they didn't play particularly well. Maybe that was a stylistic thing. They've gotten bet out a little bit in this game. So this was like six, five and a half. Now the board's entirely Denver six and a half. The total very low, 34 and a half. Uh, what do we expect here in about a minute? We'll save time for kind of like the big Christmas game. I mean, famous last words, but I, I actually really like the Patriots in this game. And it's not the Patriots necessarily. It's just Denver's inability to win by margin. I mean, this go, go back to week one and two, and this was kind of my handicap against that team when they played the Raiders and Commanders. But now we're at six and a half here, and I'm not convinced Denver can score into like the mid-teens in this game. New England defends the run extremely well, number one in success rate in the league, and it's gotten better as the year has gone on. That is like De Denver needs to be able to run the ball to have success offensively, or they need to be able to turn the other team over like two or three times in their opponent's territory. It's a very conservative game plan for them. They just do not fit the mold of a team that you want to lay this type of number with. I know New England's bad. I know Bailey Zappi is not great, but they scored 38 points in their last two games. That's a far cry from what Mac Jones was doing, 47 points over four games. It's not like they can't hang around here. People questioning the motivation, and that's fair. But now we're out to a price where I just think it's way too much. So I'll, I'll be watching this game, and I'll be betting the Patriots six and a half. Great. I, I'll, I'm probably going to bet the Patriots also, and I will not be watching the game because I like <laughs> to stay married. That's just like the rule, the, the agreement in my marriage. I thought but Rob's got a better agreement than me. No way no can holiday I watch classics? this game. No, no, the yeah. holiday classic I, I laid is... I laid down the rules long before, even before engagement. It was like, no, no, no. NFL's on. These are my days. Deal with it. I think oh. I, I, I get that. Every with everything except for like Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, I feel like I right. have to take the L there. Now look, your arrangement is better than mine, and God bless you for that. I feel like I should have been a better negotiator. Uh, let's close here, buddy, with Christmas night. This one, this one, I I will watch because how, how could you not watch this game? Uh, maybe the game of the year in the NFL, maybe a Super Bowl preview. San Francisco now. Let's say Baltimore's gotten bet right. San Francisco in between a four and a half and a five point home favorite at BetMGM against Baltimore. Total Rob has been bet up to forty seven. What do you think here with the Niners and the Ravens here? We have about sixty seconds for the answer. Sixty to ninety seconds. The Baltimore money's a little bit weird to me because you had the, the negative news around Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham today. And there's some reports that Zay Flowers is in a walking boot. I don't know why Baltimore catches money at that time. I like the over in this game. I heard Drew Dinsick on here on Monday. I totally agree with every, everything that he said. The 49ers are going to score on everyone, everyone. That's just the case. Like the, the floor for them is 28 points right now. But I actually like Lamar Jackson's chances against this defense as well. Heavy zone defense, they play a lot of cover two, cover three, cover four. That's like 80% of the 49ers defense overall. Lamar's success rate against cover three and cover four this year is 52% or higher. He's been able to move the ball. You have injuries in the front seven for the 49ers as well. I don't think you have to bet 47 now because you could get impacted by negative injury news on the Baltimore offense, including Ronnie Stanley as well. But ultimately, I do think that this game is going to see a lot of points, and, and I agree with the whale capper. I really like the over in this game. I'm just like sitting here thinking like Rob's going to be enjoying himself watching Patriots Broncos. That's his holiday classic. My holiday classic is going to be, I don't know, like sitting around the living room opening presents with my wife's cousins. 
Merry yeah. Christmas, everybody. We all have our own kinds of holiday classics, you know? It's different for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be my holiday classic. Uh, Rob on Twitter, at Rob Pozzola. Uh, the Hammer on Twitter, at The Hammer HQ. Circles off as the podcast. Find it wherever the hell it is that you find those podcasts. My friend, we sincerely appreciate it. Enjoy the holiday weekend. Best of luck with the bets. We'll catch up with you next week. Thanks, guys. Happy holidays. Good luck this week. Our pal Rob Pozzola joining us here on You Better, You Bet. I feel like I asked this question last year. They do Christmas in Canada, right? That's a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Or is it, bo- or is it Boxing Thanksgiving Day? Thanksgiving a little different. All right. Bri- Bri- Brian Bastille Day. Up next. <laughs>